ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in to another episode i'm your host steven g gaxiola and you are listening to the raider and the saint podcast Once again, I want to thank all my listeners from around the world that tune in every week to the Raider and the Saint podcast. Let me turn this music down a bit. Yeah, we are back. And it is a beautiful Saturday afternoon. Today's date is February 17th, uh, 2024. And... For everybody out there that celebrated Valentine's Day, and uh, hope everyone had a good good time. Uh, for me, I just hung out and barbecued some steaks and lobster tails for the family. Uh, it was a beautiful day. Uh, Super Bowl. Super Bowl was great. I'm right here with Eric. No guests today, guys. Uh, we thought it was going to rain. Uh, so my boy, uh, my, my camera guy, producer... Uh, assistant uh, manager is here what is up Eric? hey so what happened man what do you think about the super bowl oh dude this was an intense one man shit man i thought man i thought the honestly it i mean the beginning part i mean i see the fact that everybody was both struggling both defenses were on point but um you could see the chiefs were struggling a bit at first and Niners, too. We got to the point where the Niners uh, got the lead. And once the uh, second half kicked in, that's when they woke up. Chiefs, boom. It all went to overtime. What'd you eat? What'd you eat? Did you eat anything good? No, actually, I went to the bar, actually. Which bar did you go to? The Sundown. Where the hell is that at? It's on Westminster and Newland. What's so special about that? Well, it's, it's been a... a it's an old bar. I used to kick it a long time ago with some ex-coworkers from the Swampmere Golden West College. It's a bikini bar. Oh, now we know why you went. <laughs> you went to a bikini bar. Yeah, everyone was showing their footballs, huh? <laughs> did you get to, did you get to uh, throw any? Nah. Nah, um, nah, but like right now. Who'd I you go with? A bunch of coworkers? Yeah. Oh, dope. I'll, Old, uh, old co-workers. Old co-workers? Old co-workers from the Columbus College Swamp Meet when I used to work back in the day. Okay. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah, I just stood here after the podcast. We uh, we set up. We set up. Uh, 
right here in the backyard we had we had nachos we had uh, nacho cheese in a crock pot we had uh, i went and got this big old pizza uh mm-hmm. shout out to uh, rose's pizza oh, the one that you told Anaheim, me about yeah we yeah. got a big old huge pizza yeah. uh, we we had uh, somebody brought meatballs uh, my lady cooked uh, she made homemade cookies and brownies uh, we had uh, Jared uh, Tanaka. He mm-hmm. brought a veggie plate mm-hmm. and then a meat plate. Um, let's see. What else do we have? Oh, and then I smoked wings. Ooh. So I smoked some wings. I didn't like them. I'm really picky with my wings. Mm-hmm. Uh, but people, everyone loved them. I like my wings crispy. You know, mm-hmm. I like them crispy. Crispy on the outside and then nice and uh, moist in the inside, you know. And uh, they, everyone liked them. I, I seasoned them and smoked them. And then I had two different flavors. I had like a uh, honey barbecue one. And then I had a, a standard buffalo. And which what I did was I put it on the smoker for about 18 minutes on one side at 325 degrees. And then I flipped it again. And uh, when the timer went, I flipped it again for another 18 minutes, and then I took them out. I put them in in a bowl, and I put the sauce in, and then I mixed it, threw it back in for like another 10 minutes, you know, to try to get that crisp. Uh, I didn't. I felt like I didn't get that crisp as much as I prefer, but everybody loved them. Uh, one of my friends, Jack, another coworker, came was came through, and he loved them. Uh, my, I told my lady I didn't like them. I thought it was. I, th- I thought they were too salty too, and but she said every. She said I liked them. Everyone liked them, and you know. And but the next day we had a, we had some wings left over, and uh, she put them in the air fryer, and they came out a lot better. I still thought they were a little bit over too salty, mm-hmm. uh, too much spice. I might have put too much spice. It's crazy because when you watch these guys on YouTube, let me turn this. I can still hear this stupid music in the background. Uh, when you when you watch people on, on YouTube and like that's what I like to do. I like to if I'm gonna cook something or sm- or smoke something. I like grilling, smoking. When I do something like that, I like to watch YouTube videos and just see how different people do it. And a lot of times, if I copy what they do, uh, it it's comes the opposite. It, it's like dog, why you, like they put so much so much seasoning. I'm like, holy shit, you can't even see the meat. It's so covered. I'm like, what the fuck. And then I try to, you know, copy it, not as much, but just try to let me, I do different seasonings, of course, whatever I want to use. And it just comes out like I've dr- done it to the bone with same seasoning and everything. And that motherfucker, I did it for ribs one time, dude. It was this big dude. Uh, can't think of his name on top of my head, dude. Uh, big dude. Mike, is it Mike? I don't know. He's, he's from Texas, dude. And I've seen him one time, well, a bunch of times. I like watching it. He's got actually got a podcast too. Hmm. But he, uh, imagine having a podcast just talk nothing but barbecue, dude. I think there is. No, yeah. I know there is. There but is. imagine having one like talking about barbecue all the time. Yeah. But anyways, he, I co- I copied it one time to the T. It was like my first time uh, smoking ribs. Mm-hmm. And fuck, bro, I did I did the whole mustard covered cover the ribs with mustard. And then I did the same seasoning. Man, I bit into that thing, dude. I thought I thought my fucking blood pressure went up. 
by 100 points, dude. It was so much sodium, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, holy shit, dude. Uh, so I, it's, it's lesson and learns when it comes to barbecue. And I, I'm still, even though I've been smoking, I've smoked a lot of good meats mm-hmm. uh, before, I mean, especially for 4th of July parties. I've done a lot of pork shoulders. And over the years, they've come out really good to where I like it. I'm always, I'm, I'm going to be my biggest critic when it comes to food, when it comes to anything in, in my life, anything I do, uh, I'm the biggest critic. You know what I mean? If I do a, a a podcast, right, and I'm done, when I hit stop, and then whoever's my guest or whoever, dude, I, I'll be like, oh, I didn't like that one. I didn't like that one. Uh, it was all right. And then people would call me, people I know personally, and, you know, hey, dude, that was a good show. Good job. Good job. Good job. And me, I'm like, when I'm done with that, I'm like, no, nah, that sucked. That one sucked. That one sucked. That one sucked. And so w- with food, too, it's it's like that, that's how I hold myself is uh, may- maybe I hold myself to a higher standard. You know, like I, I'm, I'm the, if anybody's critical of me, it's me. I'm 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 so hard on myself where I, I, I talk to myself like, dude, what the fuck? Like, come on, step it up. Let's go. Get your ass up. Right. And with the with the barbecue with with the podcast and i'm and 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 i'm hard on myself but i think that's how that's how you you're supposed to be i have to make myself uncomfortable right you know to keep going like i missed work this week right right right, right. you know I, i was sick didn't feel good you know uh was just moping around the or, house and is it starting to come back or something or no 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 no, no, no. the heart's good everything oh, okay. i see the doctor and everything i'm, I'm good but i was just laying there i go well, let's just rest just rest lay down you know veg out watch youtube and all that but even like by the second day i'm just like i'm, I'm like i can't be comfortable like i can't relax like i gotta keep moving i gotta keep going and, and doing things and and what's the next step and it's crazy how, uh, you know, I still remember when I first started this show, you know, and, and how I, how it's become now, you know. But anyways, dude, enough about that. Super Bowl, going to the Super Bowl, I took uh, the KC. Yeah. I took the money. I mean, the, the spread. I think it was one and a half to two points I had. But I took the over, and I missed the over by one point. Yeah. So it was good. It was a good – it was a good – it was a good outing. Everyone came out. Everyone had a good time. Uh, I didn't mind, you know, losing the money. I, 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 you know, it's more of the the moments. I didn't win any of those squares. You play any squares? Yeah, I did on Lima's. Uh, did you win? No. Yeah. No. Uh, it I just, was just happens. Yeah, I've no. I've done it where I've won twice on Lima's. I won two 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 squares on Lima's. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I lo- I love playing those squares. But it was a good time. It was a good time for the for the Super Bowl. Uh, it was a good show. I was also uh, one of my ex coworkers too. He wanted a bet too, but uh, I turned it down. Um, he wanted he, he see he wanted it. He had three hundred on the Forty ers Oh, you. This is the thing. I'm the same way. Like if the Raiders are in, in the Super Bowl or any game. Uh huh. You always bet. The, you just bet because it's your team. You're just gonna. Right. You're just gonna bet no matter what. Right. And th- that lot. A lot of 49er fans, dude. 
did I do I like the 49ers as as winning the Super Bowl? Nope. Excuse me. It looked good. But as you can see when it when it first mm-hmm. got announced when KC won, mm-hmm. when they beat the the Ravens and then the point spread had came out, I think the the 49ers were favored by 4. So what happens is when the when the spread starts going down during the week, that means everyone's putting their money on KC. The smart betters are going to put their money on KC. You know. And so that that's why they, the the point spread changes because people are putting their money on on KC. That's why I end up being two points. Uh me as a gambler, you know, I don't gamble on basketball and then I've always been football. Uh the 49ers were definitely a good team. Like, could it have beaten them? Yeah. But one thing you, you got to uh, look at is you you, you got to beat Mahomes. You got That's the guy you got to beat. I don't care about anybody else on that team but Mahomes. You got to beat the guy. When overtime came in and 49ers accept, accepted to receive, and then you hear them talking about, oh, because you should be uh, whoever scores first is the winner. Is the winner, but – I mean, I always said, how is that fair when if when he relied on a flip coin, right? Heads or tails, the guy wins. They give us go the ball, get the ball. They go down the field to score a field goal. So I like it how you get that other chance. So if you get a field goal, uh, you could tie. So they go down the field, score a field goal, and then now you get the ball. You have the opportunity to go down the field. And you get a touchdown. You win. So. Once they received the ball, went down for a field goal. I said, "Now Mahomes is going. All I need is a touchdown." Now you know in in their playbook, they got they got their they got plays. You know, me being a coach, coaching seventh and eighth graders in flag football, we always practice a script, and so we always had our go-to plays. You know, we got plays that 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 are deep in the playbook, and so that's, that's exactly what he did. He just went down the field and scored. Mm-hmm. He probably told himself, "Dude, we got this in the bag." There's but he's a, a great quarterback, dude. Even he's the a smart quarterback. Even some of the Niner players didn't know the overtime rules and stuff. That's one thing I heard about. I mean, what are you gonna do, dude? No yeah. one's expecting an overtime, and mm-hmm. no one's gonna ask questions either, man. They're living in the moment. And that is the second overtime since uh, Tom Brady mm-hmm. against the Falcons. Shit, guess who was there at the Falcons at the time too? Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan, same <laughs> head coach in 49ers. Damn. Some people some people just can get to the big show but can't close it out. That's yeah. what out was with the uh coach Munoz, dude. Yeah. Uh he he was like me, like we'd get to the championship and we just couldn't we couldn't shut it down. And finally his last season coaching, you know, cuz his son was already in 8th grade, mm-hmm. you know, uh he asked me to come on and I felt kind of weird. Like my son's already in high school, but I felt like, Hey, you know, like I love coaching and it's, it, 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 I'm helping people and doing it for the community and all that. And I was like, you know what? I'll do it, dude. I'll do it. I'll come back. And, and it felt weird cause my son wasn't there, but I'm like, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, and we ended up going undefeated, winning the championship and my final season coaching, his final season coaching, we finally got it done. And I know how he feels, dude. Constantly going to, going to the championship and losing, it, it sucks. Yeah. You want to be able to 
Man, just finish it. Just shut it down, tie the knot. That's it. Boom. Mm-hmm. God damn. Yeah, just can't. Just can't. Mahomes right now, he's on fire, dude. Yep. Tom Brady 2.0. Yeah. What do you yeah. think about that stupid KC shooting, man? Oh, dude. Fuck. You can't. Okay. Churchgoers can't go to church in peace. Oh, yeah, the church shooting, too? No, well, I mean, like... No, there was a church shooting. Shit. Yeah, it was last week. Oh, shit. At that guy, Oster... Oh, yeah. Oster in? Yeah. Oster in in Florida? Yeah. The one who closes his doors Mm -hmm. uh, during the floods. He closes his doors and wouldn't let any any of the the people without homes fucking inside his church. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was a shooting in there. Yeah. In his church. You can't go to church in peace. You get shot. You can't even go to schools in peace, and you'll get shot, too. Uh, yeah, the the Casey parade is, that was, there was two juveniles. I think one was murdered and, what, 22 injured, mm-hmm. if I'm correct. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, 22 you, injured, one dead. Uh, two juveniles walking around with ARs, dude. Like, dude, what world are we living in? Like, listen, man. I hold firearms. They're locked away safe. My kids know not to fucking touch anything. Any if anything, everything's hidden anyways, but if you if you if a parent has those kids, they should be held responsible. Do you know that kids that end up doing crimes, committing murder, do you know what what the majority of them, the percentage of them, uh, have in common? What? There's no dad and no dad in the picture. So. A lot of these guys that end up being murderers, kidnappers. A lot of them uh, grew up in a in a fatherless household. Look that up. Damn. Yeah. Now, so. I would I would like to know, because I'll tell you this: you ain't gonna see my son out there fucking acting like that. I slapped the shit out of him, dude. Yeah, look it up. But we got to start holding people responsible. Do I hold those kids responsible? Of course, they know what they're doing. But you also got to start holding the parents responsible, dude. Now, they say the gun laws, you could just walk in and buy a gun, but those kids can't go in and walk in and buy a gun, so who's buying it for them? You know, people want to go and, and look, at man, we just got through COVID. Everything was locked up. People want to be back outdoors doing things. Now they got to go back outdoors and deal with people fucking running around shooting each other like it's a video game. Dude. It's it's wild. Yes, in a city of uh, fifty six school shootings, well, this is the school shootings part and stuff. Only ten of the shooters, eighteen percent, were raised in a stable home with both biological parents. Eighty two percent of eighty two percent of them grew up either unstable family or grew up without biological parents together. Seventy five percent of adolescent patients with substance abuse centers are from fatherless homes divorce rate is a, a skyrocketing man shit 
It has been. Fuck. It's pretty. It's pretty bad, dude. Yeah. How was work this uh, week? Well, let's see. I got talked with mm-hmm. because of my occasions. Even though four of those occasions were paid, they were paid time off. And there's a new law that just passed for California, which uh, the employer can't punish the employee for calling in sick if he has entitlements. He or she has entitlements. And I I talked with a shop steward of mine and told told her about it and everything. So uh, UPS is saying that they're going to go and continue those, continue what they're doing, right? So if you call in sick and you got entitlements, they're going to still dig dig you for that, ding you for that. And the union ain't going to do nothing until it turns into a grievance. Not a grievance, my bad, warning letter. Mm-hmm. So once it turns into a warning letter, they grieve it. It goes upstairs to labor. Labor turns around and and says, okay, these days are taking up, boom. So then you get dropped down to whatever I'm supposed to be at, too. Mm-hmm. So that's what's going on with, with calling in calling in sick. Because I've always said that, dude. It's like, why am I getting a, a ding for calling in sick if it's a paid day? Because you're still adding it up. You know, once it hits seven, you get that warning letter. So, yeah, dealing, dealing with that. So... It's definitely so. If you do call in sick, just call in sick multiple days, and that becomes one occurrence. So if you call in sick uh, three days in a row, that's only one occurrence. So make sure if you are sick uh, to make sure to to do it because they're still counting the occurrences. And because th- this thing, what it bothers me is that me in my career, twenty five, twenty six years at UPS, that I've only had maybe one or two warning letters one was sent to me a long time ago that i didn't even know about supervisor was uh, just fucking uh signing people's uh signature uh, i think mine i think actually i think mine was signed mm. actually it was so that's not my signature and i got a warning letter in the mail i go how do i get a warning letter i never even went into a meeting or had a union representation or anything like that mm-hmm. uh that happened a long time ago i actually know who that was I remember it now. Then another one was for attendance, you know what I mean? But other than that, I've never had it. So for me, as a a driver, I take a lot of pride in what I do, right? Just how I talked about the, sh- the podcasting, barbecuing, uh, and I'm really tough on myself. For me, I have to be a professional when I go in there. I get paid good money. I'm going to give you the the best version of me right i don't have any any customer complaints uh i don't have uh zero accidents okay Mm -hmm. Uh, great customer service give everybody the best customer service i possibly can make sure I, i do a legitimate attempt on every package that's in my car make sure i make customer contact for packages that need signatures everything 
right? Mm-hmm. That that's my job. I'm gonna do the best ability I can. So when uh, I'm getting to a point where like, hey, this is what the law is, and now UPS doesn't want to recognize it. You know, like, like what what do we got to do here? You know, I got to wait for it to be to receive a warning letter before I can grieve it. Mm-hmm. How do you think my family's gonna feel when I get a, a letter in the mail from UPS? You know, my lady opens my mail. It's fine, mm-hmm. and it's a warning letter. Now she's gonna get worried. Are you gonna lose your job? What's going on? And then I gotta explain to her how the how everything works. You know, that's stupid. But, uh, yeah, that's not. I mean, that's just same old bullshit, dude. You know, I I, I could talk about it all day, dude, but. We're not at work right now, so, uh, you know, when I'm not at work, it's like I don't want to think about it. You know, it's, 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 they make it, they make it work. Dude, we deliver packages for a living. It's not that big of a deal, dude. But now they're talking about eight hour shifts where they're, st- they want everybody off in eight hours, which is fine. It's fine with me. If I start at nine, I got to be off by 5 30, which means I got to be driving in at five. Okay, if I got to be driving in at 5 because it's it, with uh, Orange County traffic, it's going to take me 30 minutes to get in off the clock. Now, my lunch and break, that equals an hour. So now, let's say I start at 9. I don't leave the building till 9.15, 9.20. I don't get to my first delivery till 9.40. From 9.40 till 4, I need to be done. To go take my hour break to go drive in, drive into the building. So what you're really looking at is six hours worth of delivery time. You know, so you want six hours worth of delivery time and you guys are eating on the front end and the lunch and breaks and all that. So I I, I guess that's what they're heading towards. I mean, I have a UPS store. I have a UPS store I got to close out, and it's busy with all those Amazon returns. It's busy. Yeah, I know. So, I mean, you could only do so much. I can only move so fast. I'm 43 years old. I can't move as fast as a 24-year-old. You know, we have we have laws. That once, we have laws that once you turn over 40, you know, you can't. What, how do, what do you want me to do? If UPS said, hey. There's a program. There's a beta program that's going on right now. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna recruit you because you're, you're older, and we're gonna inject you with TRT, HGH, uh, stem cell therapy, and we're gonna get you back to when you're 24 years old. You know what I would say? Fuck yeah, let's do it. Because yeah, it sucks getting old. You don't think I feel bad that I can't fucking crank out 30? 30 uh, stops an hour. I love that shit. I love working hard. You know? I love sweating. Getting my heart pumping. Seeing if I could beat my own personal record. I don't do it for anybody but myself. Right. You know? Obviously working safe. Yeah, that's... Doing what what I need to do. But I, I, I I put goals in front every morning when I get to that route. My route, I put in goals. I want to get a Royal Street done. 
I want to get Foothill done. I want to get La Loma done. I want to get uh, Skyline done. And I mm. want to be up over there off of uh, La Brisa's. If I have an air there, you know, like I want to mm -hmm. be there by this amount of time. I want to take my break right here. Mm -hmm. And I set goals every day. I want to have 50 done by 12. I want to have 60 done because then I know, OK, at the end, at, once I take my first break at 12, I look at how many stops, how many stops I got left. I know that, OK, I could keep my 20 stops an hour until four and then go take my my lunch and break. And they go to UPS store and I, and I have a good day. I don't want to be out there all night. Who wants to be there out all night? You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to go home. I want to go see my kids. You know, but they want constantly want you to work faster, faster, faster. What do you want me to do? Take my lunch breaks driving in? Fuck you. I need to eat. We need a rest, dude, too. Well, when you're younger, when you're in your 20s, dude, yeah. you need fucking go all damn day long. Yeah. You just fuck go all day long. Go go, go to the bar after that, drink all night, go get home at 4 in the morning, sleep 2 hours, get up, go to work, 14 hours. I used to do that in my 20s. Yeah. Now, was it the best decision? No, of course it wasn't, dude. But I was young. I was dumb. You know, it's part of living. It's part of growing up. Part of that now, stage. your boy wants to just go to work. He's got. He, he plans out his day. He still sets goals for himself, and just wants to go home. Just wants to go home, hang out, relax, chill out. Yeah, dude. No, and I've been getting uh. Freaking miss loads too as well with the you getting miss loads now. Yeah, like loading trucks, I would have miss loads in my trucks, like that I load. And the thing is with that, I mean, there's no scanners. I run a short a short belt right now too as well. Mm -hmm. Pen eleven, second drop. Uh, big shout out to Toscano, big nasty who I load for still. <laughs> um, dude. Yeah, those tr those trucks be getting misloads and shit. I'll get messages from from my guys like shit, darn, like my bad. Well, doesn't it? Don't they have the stickers on there with the new RFID? They're not. They're not really in effect though. They don't ring or anything like that. Just like supposedly it's. it's oh yeah, the, the supervisor goes in and he does a scanner. Yeah. And that's I what, tell him, what does that look for? Cancer. <laughs> Bro, I mean like. And uh, yeah, they're gonna try to write me up for. They try to write me up for it. I mean, like I also get help too as well because like, it's a short belt. It's two freight routes, along with two resi routes, and stuff. And Jesus, like I try keeping up too as well, but it's a short belt. I even even I would get big items too as well on my uh, on my two trucks on the freight routes. Mm. And it's hard kind of hard for me to keep up back then it used to be easy because like i was on pen nine first drop and mm -hmm. i had a big huge slide mm -hmm. i could just you know stack everything in now it's like i can't it's like well i could partially stack some stuff in but just 
see if I, it's almost like game. It's like a game of Tetris too, but it's not as bad as it is. Well, what they want you to do is not care because we had a guy that was loading my truck when I first mm-hmm. came back to work, and that motherfucker didn't care. He moved to Twilight. Mm-hmm. But that that dude, fuck, just throw it in there, dude. He just it it just it wasn't lo- it was just thrown in there, mm-hmm. and that's what they want. They it's you gotta you gotta look at it this way. The company does not care about any of that, dude. All they care about is money. All they care about is satisfying the investors. And they keep squeezing and squeezing and squeezing and squeezing and squeezing every ounce to get their profit. That's what it is. You Have you ever seen a supervisor come in and say, hey, this load sucks? No. Imagine if you would have just throw everything in, but you won't because you respect the drivers. You know the drivers. And Imagine if driver you just too. went in there and just fucking just tossed everything in there. Like, say you just you, you, you worked in the morning, right? Say you were at the bar all night. You just showed up to work, and you just fucking threw everything in there. Longs, as long as the pen's clean, the slides are clean. Do you think the supervisor going to say anything? No, because everything's in the fucking truck. Now, they might say some of it was a missed load, but if there wasn't, they're not going to say anything. They're not going to go in there and tell you, hey, you need to load it this way. Because they don't give a fuck either. As long as they're doing their job, their job is to make sure the pens are clean, the packages are in the truck. They might get a little flack, you know, for, you know, missed loads and all that. But in the end, everybody just wants to show up and just do a job. But it's the pressure from... The investors making that profit. FedEx is doing bad, dude. One of one of my coworkers is telling me that the FedEx guy on his route drives a Wally. Mm-hmm. The other day, he fucking said that he had five packages in his truck, and FedEx still sent them out there to deliver it. And then they gotta they gotta take downtime. So if they take their lunch for three four hours, they don't get paid for it. Shit. And then they gotta do their pickups. Imagine that. Damn. They ain't got no union or anything, no guaranteed aid or anything. But it's it's bad. You know, every year they always say it's bad, it's bad, it's bad. It's it's this time of year it's always gonna be bad. This time of year, we just got through the holidays. People fucking blew out their credit cards, their life savings, whatever to to make good for the holidays. Me personally, I do that for my family. I do whatever it takes to make sure that they don't they don't have a, a, a bad Christmas or, a, you know, make sure they got shoes on their on their feet, mm-hmm. you know, equipment for the sports or whatever they need. I do whatever it needs to take to make sure that my kids don't suffer. Right. And that I'm sure that goes for every other parents and family out here. We're going to do we're going to have it don't matter how tough the year is going to be, how it was. We're going to do our best. And was it a tough year for me? Obviously, if you listen to my fucking shows, not just one episode, you know what I've been through, right? Right. It's and true. I'm going to do whatever it takes for my kids to have a good holidays. So just, yeah, now it's a new year. Hey, dudes, back up, back to work, making money, building my stack again. Not everybody's got fucking millions of dollars in the account and just blow whatever they want. The average American, I think, has like $400 in their savings. So 
we're gonna so right now yeah the it's down right mm-hmm. it, it, the volume's down but mm-hmm. income tax season's coming people are gonna start getting their income tax and people are gonna start spending spending again mm-hmm. it's the way it, it's the way it is dude it's always it's dead at the beginning of the year income tax comes it goes up then you got summer Vacations summer comes, coming up and then obviously well yeah for people that are laid mm-hmm. off vacations come in it's always like that and then you got the holidays again it's always like that they make it they make it look like every year like oh this is it this is it this is the end of the world uh but people are still ordering stuff dude people are still getting their wine and the people are still ordering it's just not enough for the company to make their to make their nut mm-hmm. that's why they got to lay people off and do what they got to do Everything, all the all the tele, you can't call nobody no more. And if you do, you're getting you're getting sent to India, talking to somebody, sitting on an elephant or something, dude. Fucking can't even understand them. Yep. Yeah, this is, I t- I told you this. I told you this on prior podcast. I said save your money, right. live off of what you live off of part time. Put it in the bank. Invest it. Put it in a 401k because you're going to get that time where, hey, dude, we don't need you right now. And I said, when it happens, enjoy your time off. Enjoy your vacation because once you become a driver, a solid full-time driver, you're not going to see those free times anymore. You're going to be working. You know, we don't work an average fucking 9 to 5, dude. 9 o'clock, show up to work at 5 o'clock, boop, clock out. You're in the car about 5.02. Nope. We don't live that life, dude. We live a different life. We live, we're on the road. Okay? My day starts at 7. And my day don't end till 8, 8.30. It's all fucking day. You know what I mean? We live on the road. We got a job to do. It's not 8 hours where, yeah, you clocking out at 5. It's not, dude. I know it's not. That's why I tell you. Enjoy it, man. Enjoy it. Enjoy your time off. And you did. You were telling me earlier you, you invested. You got some money saved in the bank. And I said, enjoy your mm-hmm. time off, dude. Yeah. What else are we talking about? Talked about leave. But, yeah, I usually get a scanner now for all those missiles. I don't have to get written up. So at least that's helping right now. You know, those old scanners that you just mm-hmm. go inside the truck and the beacon will activate mm-hmm. it'll tell you it and then once you scan the wrong package okay cool just avoid this one load it and boom mm-hmm. go there go from there just that way i can avoid all my mess loads would you rather be loading or driving driving yeah yeah i'm driving it goes to just come full time but yeah i know there's a wait. just Hang in there. Yeah, that's a long. It's a long way. What what happened in 2020 mm-hmm. was a was a rare event mm-hmm. of hiring all these people. You know, there's people that were working uh, in the hub from like 2017, 2018, maybe uh, that got uh, that were part time and then got hired full time into being uh, driving, and that's that's rare. Yeah, three years. Two years, I mean, I had to wait six. There are some people that waited ten yeah. to go full time. It's just a fluctuation of the the economics. Mm-hmm. 
and people are retiring. So there's there's guys that and I remember when I when I, even when I went driving, it took me like 10 years to get my first route. And now you got guys coming in. I got hired. Say you got hired in 2017, 2020 when when COVID hit, people started ordering more shit. You went full time 2020, and now these guys have their own routes. Less than two three years, dude. Yeah. Crazy, huh? Yeah, that is. None they um. Dude, I know you. I know other drivers, too, are trying to get me to UPS, too, as well. Back 2016. I had to listen. Yeah. I'll probably be full-time and all, but, yeah. When did you start UPS? 2020. COVID. August. Oh, really? I yeah. thought you started earlier. No. Oh, yeah. You would have You would have had your own route already. Yeah, I would have had my own route. Shit, I probably would have been 22-4 at the time mm -hmm. for that time frame. And then, yeah, RPCD. Mm -hmm. If that were off the books. Yeah. Yeah. But now here I am. Finally, at least. Yeah, yeah you're you're in there, dude. Just enjoy the process. I know you've been through a lot. Right. You get hacked. You what you had accidents and then mm -hmm. you know, had to do this and come back and mm -hmm. do this, but it takes time, dude. I remember my brother when he first started, he he was he he had a he had a bunch of accidents. Had to go back to the hub. And then came back. It's just some people are different. Everyone's different. How they process the job and, and process the way. I remember when I first drive, I started driving. I didn't know the freeways. Right. I was like, where, what? Where, where do I go? How do I get there? And I remember on the week, the weekend before I started, I was like on a Saturday. I took the family. We drove down because they gave me a map. Because what they would do is they would do map quest. Mm -hmm. And then they would just print out the area. And I remember driving out there on the freeway, like all the way out there, and and doing a uh, looking at the route and all that. I mean, did it help? No, not really, because I didn't fucking know. <laughs> odds odds are on the this side, evens are on this side. Yeah, that's one thing I learned back when um, when I went driving. Odds here, evens there. The first few days. Yeah, shit. Well, yeah. Um. So you have seated tonight. The evens are on the right. Yeah. Evens are on the right. Odds are on the left. Yeah. So UFC, huh? You ready? Want to go to UFC? You got to get out of here. What? No, no. Not yet, but. What do you got oh, going actu on? Actually, um. Helping out my family at the swamp meet. What time you got to bounce? At. I get one thirty. What time is it? Shit. It's one thirty already. Um, no, we'll just do another ten minutes, if we can. You gotta drive down there, or what? Yeah, I gotta drive. What down. time are they closing shop? Uh, they usually start at two. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see, man. Uh, we got a lot of things to talk about, but yeah, we could talk about UFC and picks. Yeah. So go start. So you let's see UFC, huh? Let's see, let's see where did I? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, here we go. Here we go. 
Who we got coming up tonight? UFC, what is it, 298? Yep. So for Volkanovski, Alexander Volkanovski versus Ilya Toporia. Toporia. That's the top. You want to go for oh, the bottom. Oh. Well, all right. You could do main card. So actually, we'll, let's just start from the bottom. So Anthony Hernandez versus Roman Kopilov. So the pick for that is Kopilov by 200. Can you send me? Can you send that to me? Yeah, so I'll, do, I'll do. I'll do. I'll do. Uh, there you are. As a matter of fact, it's gonna be airdropped. Is my airdrop open? For some reason it just shows that you're on my airdrop. One second. Sure thing. Or should I just? No, I'll do the airdrop. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you see it at? Like on your phone? I've never done airdrop. It should it should pop up a notification. If not, I'll just send it through text. Hold up. Yeah, I've never really got into airdrop. Well, here we go. Yeah, that airdrop's weird, dude. Okay, I'm following you now. All right. Okay, so you started from the bottom. Yeah, so Anthony Hernandez versus Roman Kopilov. Uh, for the pick on that one, Kopilov. I want to see the pictures, though. I'll do it. All right. Hold on. UFC 298. Okay, here we go. Uh, okay, say it again now. Because I, I got to make my bets, too. All right, so for the... Who's favored in this fight? Oh, it's canceled. Oh, wait. Oh, shit. Oh, no, no. That's, no. Roman Kopilov. Okay, it was supposed to be against Ilkram. Alice Gorvolv. Alice Gorvolv. So that's canceled, and then he's replaced by Roman Kopilov. Yeah. When did that happen? Hey. I didn't hear about that. Hmm. Both 30, 32, 6 foot, 185. So it's middleweight. Yeah, he... I don't know. That one, I don't know much of that one, but we can go. But Kapla was in favor. And there is Mirab Valish. This one I can't really pronounce. Kapla's. So Kapla is favored. He's favored, huh? And he yep. just took, stood in the last second? Yep. Uh, No, he's not. It's plus two hundred. Plus two hundred. He's 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 uh, not favored. That means you made more no. money if you bet on him. Oh my! Yeah, it's minus. Minus is is when. Uh, no, it's plus. Wait, but wait, is it? Yeah, plus two hundred. Minus. If it's minus, that means they're favored. Oh, okay. Plus two hundred. Yeah, because he took the fight in uh, short notice. Plus two hundred. Kapilov money line plus two hundred. Fork is still totally. Uh, uh, 
I would have to. I would go with Anthony Anderson because he already had a training camp. We don't know what Roman has been doing. So I would go with Anthony. Anthony Hernandez. Yeah, write it down so we could know our scores. All right. Anthony. Anthony Hernandez. Yeah. Okay. Next cool. fight. Next fight. Um, this one I can't pronounce, but uh, I know Marab Valishvili. Davalishvili. Da Davalishi. Or Davalishi. Davalishi. Versus Henry Cejido. The. He's favored. He is. He is favored. Davalishi. Negative minus two twenty-five. Best bet. Win by decision. Yeah, I think Henry Cejudo is out the door. Uh, he, when I seen him during the interviews, he looked really, uh, really well di- worn down. You could see his face sagging and all that. He just mm-hmm. when they when fighters cut weight, you really see. Like, have you ever seen those videos on on YouTube when the when the fighter jets, uh, the pilots are in those little simulators and mm-hmm. they had to do the the G force. Yeah, yeah. The G force test, uh-huh. and then they do like ten G, like they'll go one G, two G, and they get up to ten, and the guy's face is like fuck. It looks like it's peeling off his face. Mm-hmm. That's what Henry Cedillo looked like the other day from cutting weight. Uh, I, I, you know, once again, you what I've said before on the show, your chin uh, only has so many hits it can take before your brain just, you know. Now, if you say you got knocked out like twenty, like five times, three, not not even five, like one or two times. Now, when you get hit in that chain, your brain just it just shuts shuts off more easily. Now, mm-hmm. uh, not saying that Henry's been knocked out, but I'm gonna go with the younger cat, Marab, uh, on that one. Uh, all right, next fight. Next fight, we got Jeff Neal versus Ian Machado Gary. Uh, once again, I'm gonna go with Ian Machado Gary. He's favored by uh, minus 230. Uh, the best bet is going to be over one and a half rounds. Uh, even though Ian Machin Gary uh, was supposed to fight, who was he supposed to fight last fight? And then he had to bail out because he got, did he get, oh, I think he got pneumonia. Yeah. Look I that think. up on your phone. I think he was supposed to get pneumonia. Or did he supposed to? He got pneumonia. Anyways, he's, uh, he was been in the news lately because of his wife. His wife wrote a book about being a being a girlfriend or a side ch- side chick or something like that. Uh, they call him a cuck and all that because uh, I guess the guy the guy she was with is actually uh, something. Look it up. Look up Ian Machado Gary. Uh, and wife and see what it says so I want to make sure I get this right his ex-wife Lila Machado Gary yeah labeling Gary a cuck in the process Mm -hmm. yep the fact that is that Machado and his wife made his name. Farmer's mother's side of the family. At one point of attack for Strickland was Gary's unusual close relationship with his ex-wife husband. 
Richard Colon, whom the couple regularly travels with. Oh shit. Call him a cook. Well, there's a story behind it. It's it's like months old, dude. But this is after she wrote a book. Oh no, she was with Strickland. she was with a soccer player, and then she wrote a book. Oh, his book. Oh, wag. How to be a wag. So she wrote a book about how to be a, a wag. I think that means a wife yeah. and girlfriend. But she was with a, f a famous soccer player, too. I don't know. I think they're just making – they're just – everyone's always trying to – you know how it is, dude. Everyone's always just trying to make something out of nothing. And he his uh, other five – Oh, how um, did she received for writing a book on how to date athletes. He ended up pulling out against Vincent Locke. Yeah, that's the one. That's pneumonia the diagnosis. Yeah. Yeah, pneumonia. So he's back. Uh, he's a good fighter. So I want to definitely go with Gary. All right, what's the next fight? All right, so the other one's going to be Whitaker versus Costa. Ooh. Uh, Costa pulled out. He's pulled out like three times, I think. Yeah. He's also coming down from weight. I think he fought at 205, right? Mm -hmm. He's fighting at 185 now, and he looks really good. That dude's fucking just ripped up, sculpted, man. He, uh, you know, he seems focused. Uh, Robert Whitaker. What happened? Oh, you got to take a photo. Go for it. So, yeah, Rob, Robert Whitaker, he's been through uh, a lot of battles. Especially battles with, uh, what's his name, dude? Um, shit. Parker in train of thought. Uh, one of my favorite fighters. What happened? No, we're good. We're good. We're good. I lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. But the other, I remember the other fight he did pull out was, I guess. Oh, my bad. Yoel Romero. I'm bad, dude. Fucking bringing shit up when I'm on the show. Yeah, he had those battles. Robert Whitaker had those battles with Yoel Romero. And those dudes were just fucking banging it out. And like I said earlier, once you start banging out, Fights like that, man, you, you just, your body, you only good for so many fights. You can't sit there and fight 40, 50 times, dude. You're, you're good for, you good for like a handful of fights. That's why I see, uh, Islam Makachov, dude. He only fights like one year, every two years. Cause it takes a lot out of you, dude. Mm -hmm. You know, you only got so much in you. So I love Robert, Robert Whitaker. He's one of my favorite fighters. dude. He's a beast. Then you got Paul Acosta, who's hungry. He's still learning his way. Uh, you know, and Robert Whitaker just got knocked out by the new champ, uh, Dupuis. De, 
Dupuis. The guy who just beat Strickland. Oh, yeah, Dupuis. Dupuis. So, I mean, I always bet I always bet for my heart. You know what I mean? This one, I'll, I'll, I want to take Paul Costa, dude. I think he's younger. He's more hungrier. Uh, yeah, we'll go with that one. What's the what's the odds on that? So that one's uh for that one's Whitaker minus two fifty. Whitaker wins by decision. Plus Whitaker's what? Whitaker wins by decision. Plus one fifteen. So Whitaker's a favorite, huh? Mm-hmm. No, Whitaker at the oh yeah, he is minus two fifty. Oh. Best bets. Whitaker wins by decision. Plus 115. Okay. Final matchup. I'll take Paul Acosta on that one. Final matchup. Alexander Volkanovsky versus Ilya Toporia. Oh. Toporia is a beast, dude. I mean, he looks good, but so does every other fighter that comes in. We all like Max Holloway. You know, he he's a beast. That's fought against Alexander. Everyone that's came in to fight Alexander, even though he's lost to Islam uh, twice last already, minute. he took the last fight last second. He's still one of the greatest pound for pound fighters out there. He's actually was training right there off of Al Camino Real. Did you see the embedded shows? Yep. He was training right there by the UPS store. Mm-hmm. I was going to drive by and just see if I could go say what's up. But he's actually, he was staying, I think, somewhere in my in my area. Uh, if he had, if you go look on his YouTube videos, mm-hmm. uh, his his private, he does vlogs. He does. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, he's somewhere. He's somewhere close by. Cause uh, I was looking at it. I go, that looks familiar. Like he was outside. And, like when they pulled up, and I'm looking. I'm like, man, I might look like it's kind of like on my route. Because where I'm at, I'm in you know nice the area. Hills, yeah. And then the next thing you know, cause when I seen it, and then I was like, oh shit, that looks familiar. And then the next scene, he's right there off of Al Camino Real. Uh, training right there at that place and i was like oh shit like fuck he's like right here dude you know that's like that's crazy you know yeah so i man it's gonna be a good fight i really can't i mean if i choose you know everybody that's come up like oh he's gonna whoop his ass he's gonna whoop his ass look at his last uh fights uh, look up Alexander Volnowski's uh, last fights. Volkanowski. Look up his last 10 fights. But he, he defended it against Brian Ortega, whooped him. So, Yari Rod- Rodriguez, he dismantled him. Yep. Max Holloway dismantled him. Chan Sung Jung. Oh, dismantled him. They even, they even threw the, the white towel in, I think. Shit. Brian Ortega. Almost, he almost had him choked out. Brian Ortega almost had him choked out. Max Holloway again. And Max Holloway. 
Jose Aldo, Chad Mendes, mm-hmm. Darren Elkins. Yeah. Shit. I think it's a good challenge for him. Uh, I'm definitely going to be tuning in for this fight, but I'm going to go with Alexander. I think uh, Ilya. Mm-hmm. That's how you say his name. Ilya. Ilya. I think Ilya's a great fighter. Um, I haven't seen too much about him. And he's real confident, though. He's real confident, good-looking guy, got a hot girlfriend. Uh, you can have all that, dude, but once you get in the ring with someone who's been there, done that, and you don't want to take that bow for them, uh, it's a different story. It's a different beast. Mm-hmm. You know, Alexander has fought in the best of the best. He even went up to fight Islam, dude, and almost beat him the first time, which mm-hmm. some people say that he did beat him. Uh, second fight, I know he was hungry. He took it on shut short notice and, and got caught. But I'm going to have to go on Alexander on this, dude. I think uh, you might have all the – all you might be athletic, have all the skills and all that, but it, it also comes with experience and being smart. I hope, but we'll take Alexander. I got to do draft picks, as a matter of fact. Uh, anyways, you got to go? Yeah. All right. Well, let's get out of here, man. All right. All right, guys. I'll talk to you later, man. Hope you guys, if you watch the fight, uh, enjoy the fights. Uh, I'll see you guys next week. And uh, be good. I love you guys. All right. Peace. I'm out.